Hey, what's going on, amigos? It is Friday, 6.08 p.m., March 25th, and I got some celebrations, man. The same guy that uh, that cracked my countenance there a couple weeks ago, or should I say that I, I permitted to crack my countenance a couple weeks ago, had another opportunity to burn with him today, and managed to get my way out of it. Shot him a text, asked to change what the routine, what the plan was. Uh, we were going to do some training at my place. Instead, we did some training at the gym, and we just parted ways. Bob's your uncle, Fanny's your aunt. I did slip him a little gift, <laughs> but mostly just so that I could have less of it at my own place. Tomorrow, I'm really juiced up, man. I am getting rid of everything. The bowl, the lighters, the jar of stuff that I, the jar of unicorn weed that I've been saving for the my buddy who helped me grow it. Um, I say unicorn weed because man, you're really happy with that stuff. Um, and I'm also gonna get rid of the edibles. I'm, I'm a little nervous because I'm gonna basically empty out my parents' chest freezer and put it at the very bottom because it's a bunch of cookie dough and coconut oil, and then cover that shit all back up. But um, the thing is, man, my dad and I, we're, we're kind of doomsday preppers in some ways. Like, we see the state of the world, and it's terrifying. Um, if, if you're somebody who thinks that life's just going to continue on business as usual, uh, you might you might want to read the signs. I, I don't know. I, oil's not going anywhere. Uh, Russia's cutting it off. And when they do, we saw what happened when they hacked the pipeline down in the southeast. Frickin' chaos. Chaos, immediate chaos. We're seeing the holes in the grocery stores. We're going to see rampant inflation. Um, it's always good to be prepared for the worst case scenario. And uh, marijuana is going to be a serious, you know, an item for barter, number one. And then number two, it might, you know, a painkiller, uh, you know, sleep agent, all that stuff. So I, I hate to. I hate to throw it in the trash. The question will be with my little crack pipe self, you know, get to my parents' house, you know, in a, in another two months or whatever next time I go there. And will I, at 10 o'clock, while everybody's in bed, will I try to sneak downstairs and empty it all out to get at these edibles? And I, I'm pretty sure the answer is going to be no because it doesn't make any sense. Why would I take an edible that late at night and it's been so long? Like, I, it's just not my MO. One of the reasons I, I want to quit is because of how it impacts my family. Like, I can't, I feel like they know. And maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm sending the signals, but I feel like they know when I'm high. And I know it disappoints them. I, I know it lifts them down. They have invested so fucking much in me. And I just, and it feels like I squander it. You know what I mean? It feels like uh, they extend, extend, extend themselves. And then I take those extensions and then I just piss it away on. On fruitless, fruitless uh, pursuits, and so I'm juiced up. I'm juiced up to finally have all this stuff out of my house. I've thrown away so much, so much. But I remember I had this really great purple swag. I can't remember it was. It, it wasn't Frisian Dew. I had some of that too. I had a jar of Frisian Dew, Durban Poison, and the Indica. For the for for Christ's sake, I can't remember what the Indica is, but it was sweet, and it was all. It was my very first Gorilla Grow. And I remember dumping that stuff out into the trash, or it was like, I can't remember if it was the garbage disposal at the sink. I think it was the trash. I think I just dumped it out. And I told the buddy, and he, his eyes just bugged out of his head. He's like, you did what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm going clean and sober. I'm not going to do this. Um, but I will say, I can't speak for everybody. I can't speak for everybody. But for me, having that stuff in the house, bad idea, bad idea, because... I'm not going to cough up the dough at this point, right? Like, I'm saving up to buy a piece of property. I got kicked in the nuts 
a couple of, you know, last week end about the property. So I, I'm not going to be hitting up my neighbor. Be like, yo, I got 40 bucks. Can you sling me an eight? You know, and I'm not going to be going uptown and stopping at the hemp shop. You know, now they're trading uh, marijuana for t-shirts and all this crap. Like it, it's, it's not a part of our budget anymore. Um, and that's, and maybe that's why I don't want to throw it all away, right? It's like, there's a part of me that's still clinging to it, but getting it out of my house and getting those weeks underneath my belt is going to be so key. Like that is priority number one. So I'm juiced up about that. I'm juiced up about being able to say no to my friend and reschedule that. You know, I sent out that podcast for help. What do you do with the social piece? And the reality is you got to step up and make the hard decision. You got to dictate the situation. You got to dictate the circumstance. I don't know why I'm looking for the magic pixie dust. And David Goggins says that all the time. People are looking for the easy way out. People are looking for the, the magic answer, and there is none. There is no magic answer. So, all right, that's how it is. Hey, I've got a bunch of listener messages. Thank you so much for sending those in. I apologize that you have not heard back from me. Again, it's that same piece of... It's hard for me when I'm feeling ashamed to reach out because these messages are so inspirational. Um, and so I'm going to save some of those for our, you know, a couple podcasts coming down the road. But I just got one from a girl that I'll call Kathy. And I'd love to read that to you. Hello! I am about to start my journey. I'm planning on starting after 420 potentially, but I'm almost leaning towards just stopping altogether this next week. Hey, I would recommend that the longer you wait, the harder it gets. Just throwing it out there. But anyway, she says, negative consequence. And that's what I asked for, right? People send me some negative consequences. Um, negative consequence. I have always smoked weed and usually have been good about just smoking it when it's offered. However, since the pandemic started, I was bored and would just do that all day. And now I am stuck in this cycle. I usually feel really depressed when I'm not able to just stay home and smoke. It isolates me often because my boyfriend doesn't like that I smoke so much. So I just try to hang out with him on the weekend. However, I still find myself thinking about that next bowl. And in reality, only one bowl for maybe 45 minutes actually satisfies me until I have to load another one and another one. It's exhausting and expensive and, also not, and I'm also not supposed to be smoking in my apartment. LOL. It will pretty much improve my depression and anxiety. It will better my relationships and I will save money. Hey, Kathy, thank you so much for sending that in. That is like, that is a story that I know hundreds and thousands of people also share and experience. Like you are not alone. Um, you know, my, my thoughts and prayers are with you and your ability to, to, to turn the page and, I, and it's not going to be easy. You're going to be going through some serious things. I don't know how many of these you've listened to, but you've got some nightmares ahead of you. You've got some sleepless nights. You've got some sweats. You've got some shakes. You've got some making people who love you miserable. Um, but if your boyfriend is not about it, then hopefully, you know, he, he can be a cheerleader for you. You know, when you're grouchy, he doesn't give you flack for it. Like hopefully he can be the one you lean on, um, during that time, because, I, you know, not everybody has somebody to lean on. And so maybe that can be an advantage for you. So I, I really appreciate you sending us that email. Uh, this morning, you guys, I did not meditate. I put it off. I got up at four. You know what I freaking did? I, I hooked my TENS unit up to my calves and I zapped the shit out of my soleus, gastronomus, and then whatever that one is on the front of the shin for a full hour, just rotating them through 20 minutes at a time. And while I did that, I read the Bible. My sister had recommended Romans. She said, oh, everybody does Romans for Bible studies because I had already done Matthew, and so then I was going to go to Mark. 
And she said, that's just a repeat. So anyway, I, I got Romans out and I read the Bible for an hour. I got to chapter seven and it's heavy. I'm just telling you, if you think you're a great person, go read Romans and you realize what a piece of shit you are. Um, but I, at least now I have some really authentic Bible verses here. Uh, did not pull up a quote, I realize now. Hmm. But let's just go ahead and get right into the old Bible verse of the day. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to jump forward and then back in Romans. So, uh, interestingly, Romans 7, verse 19, For the good that I want, I do not do, but I practice the very evil that I do not want. Um, yeah, talk about that. But then let's flip over to chapter 5, verse 3. And not only this, but we also exalt in our tribulations, knowing that tribulation brings about perseverance, and perseverance, proven character, and proven character, hope. And hope does not disappoint, because the love of God has been poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who was given to us. Um, man, to me, that's, that's, some, that's some really inspirational, heavy stuff. And, uh, man, a quote of the day, I guess... Uh, <laughs> let's, do, let's do the old Boy Scout slogan. Uh, Boy Scout slogan is, do a good turn daily. All right. I love you guys. Remember to find satisfaction in the struggle and peace in the moment. We'll see you next time.